was a crazy, crazy second episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's for sure. We were preparing for this, and we were just the number of things Susie and I were just throwing back at each other. Like this is so astonishing and surprising about you. So we were like, yeah, this this sounds this feels like a perfect second episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of To the Crazy Ones, the podcast where we dive deep into the minds and stories of innovators, trailblazers, and downright disruptors who are shaping our world in unexpected ways. This is a space for conversations that challenge us, inspire us, and make us look at the world from a completely new perspective. Today, we have with us Arif, uh, who's shaking up the world of music and AI. And at just 19 or 20, he's a co-founder of the disruptive platform Music Fight. Let's welcome the innovator, Arif. How are you doing today? What's up, everyone? Uh, I'm chilling. It's it's uh, currently like past my bedtime, so a little tired, but it's it's all good. I'm, I'm hyped to be here. And I, I, I met you in Dubai, right? I met you at uh, Built to Be Cyril. Yeah. yeah, that's the funniest thing. So I've been following you on Twitter, I think, for the past one year. And I remember I saw this video where you're like controlling your mind, uh, controlling the Tesla with your mind, Tesla. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that, and that's when I'm like, "Oh, this is pretty cool." <laughs> that was that. Dude, I didn't really think like a lot of people were gonna find it find it cool. Like, it was like a, it was actually like a crazy thing. I did it in like two hours. Like, I was at the office. I was like, "Yo, I have a Neurosity, I have a Tesla. It'd be cool if I could just kind of do something together with this." And I did that, and then went super viral. Uh, and then yeah. Like, made me demo it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was crazy. You- Today was on Bloomberg, actually. Dude, literally, like, you sent me your email, and then like I saw 2004. And I felt really old. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> what the hell? I was like, yeah, people people forget how young I am sometimes. Because so sometimes I have facial hair also. You're 19 and already at a position that a lot of people are tr- still aspiring to be at. So how did you get here? What made you who you are today? Uh, yeah, I got into tech like... Like nine months ago now. So like before nine nine months ago, I never had written a line of code or like gotten into tech before. I was always a hustler. So I've always done like hustle hustle things. Like for example, when I was younger, uh, I, I used to sell chocolates at my school. And I realized like, okay, the snack stand sells them for $2 and I could buy them like for bulk, like at Costco, which is like a, a retail wholesale food store. They buy like 30 of them for like $25. And I could sell them for a dollar and I could make more money. And I thought that was cool. So I ended up doing that when I was really young. And like at one point, I remember in elementary school, like I I, I had been doing it myself and I was like making like $15, $20 a week, which was crazy money for like a, a fifth and sixth grader. And, and then I realized like, okay, it'd be cooler if I can get my friends to do this. So then uh, I got like two of my friends to start helping me. And then by the time I got into middle school, I had like, five schools five different middle schools selling chocolates uh from from like this little organization that i made oh, which is really cool so like i remember we used to meet up on the you know we used to we used to meet up on the weekends and we were like we just buy hella chocolate like we, we our backpacks would be so heavy from chocolate not, not school bags or school books which is really funny and i remember it was it was like such a fun time i remember like like the main thing that i realized was like Money kind of gives you like this power to kind of do anything. I remember like I was able to buy like whatever I wanted. Uh, I, I, back then it was like video games, and it was really cool to just be able to do that. But I never, I never like liked tech actually. Like, tech, 
my parents always pushed me into like um computer science mm-hmm. and like learning how to code and all that stuff. I was like, dude, this is so dumb. Like all you do is sit in the desk. I kind of just want to have fun. Like I, I just want to sell chocolates, you know? Like this is like these are completely random things that I've done. But like they somehow helped me in the future and I'll, I'll explain how. But so so I've done like a bunch of random sports at this point. I'm like 15, 16. I, I've done soccer. I've done I've done racing. I've, I've sold chocolates. I've just done a bunch of random shit. And uh, I was like, okay, cool. Like in all of these things, soccer and sports specifically, like I would play for 10 or 100 hours and I would get like 1% better. And I would race for like 100 hours and I would get like one second faster. And at some point, it's kind of like Moore's Law where it's like, your level of increase in skill like kind of decreases and you put in so much more okay. effort to get a little bit better. And I kind of, I really, I really, really hated that. Um, so I kind of got bored and I, that's why I never, I, I decided not to play college soccer because I realized like, yo, it's not worth putting all, all this effort to kind of just like get a little bit better. Uh, and mm-hmm. like the same thing with racing. So I kind of stopped all of that and I was like, okay, what is the next big thing that I can just hustle my entire life? And then, like that, that's when I realized, like, okay, like where, like I looked at the list of the Forbes top 500 richest people. Um, and I realized like the, the top like 10, a, a lot of them were hedge fund managers, but like of the top 500, all of them were in tech. So I was like, okay, cool. There's definitely something in tech. I don't really, t- I don't really like tech. I don't like sitting at my desk. I don't like sitting in front of a computer, but I'll go check it out. These people are making a lot of money. So I took my car and I was like, okay, I'm going to drive straight to San Francisco. Uh, the first event I ever went to, ever first ever tech event I went to was like last year, and it was Solana. Uh, it was a Solana uh, summer camp. At the event, like there was these two people, and they're like, "Hey, can you give us a ride to the office close by?" So I gave I gave them a ride to this office close by. It turned out that place was Founders Inc., uh, and that's where I met Farza. Didn't know who this guy was, but like uh, me and Farza resonated right at the, like the the first minute I met him because it was like. Yo, it's like a tall Pakistani dude that's in tech and he's kind of made it. And I was like, yo, this kind of looks like me. So I like, I was like, yo, what do you do? Uh, He's like, yo, I run this company called Build Space. And then he handed me a hoodie. I remember he had he handed me a really nice hoodie. Oh man! Uh, And then like that's what I thought Build Space was a I thought Build Space was a clothing company at first because like I thought it was just like he he just like ran a clothing company. I thought it was cool. Uh, But then later on, I I learned like like they help people build like cool projects and. Like and then I walked around the office and I'm looking at people build like uh, vertical farming software and like people that are building like AI people are, that, are, that are trying to solve cancer with large language models and oh. like it was just a bunch of crazy shit. So then I like kind of like uh, I went the first day. By the way, San Francisco is an hour and thirty minute drive from my house, uh, mm-hmm. and I drove back one hour and thirty minutes and I was like, okay, cool, I'm gonna go again. So I went the next day and the next day, uh, and I just never stopped going. Uh, now I think I've been going for like nine months, ten ten months straight. Now, now everyone knows me in tech, which is cool. And I think like that that, that just goes to show, like, show up every single day. Um, you can actually make make shit happen. Like that's what I realized. I'm not that skilled. I'm not that. Uh, I I don't really have that many skills that a lot of people have. But the thing that I can do is like I will outwork anyone. I know show up every single day. Now everyone knows me in tech, and now I I ended up working for Build Space. I, I ended up making like my, my first official startup, which is Musicfly. Yeah. It's doing really well. We just passed like seven hundred fifty thousand users today, oh which is God. really cool. Um, so it's like, yeah, th- things start to happen when you like kind of just consistent. So I went from like super anti tech to like super like do tech, which is really oh, cool. Man. That's like the San Francisco effect, right? Like mm. living in Dubai, 
I feel like it, it's the same thing that you said. Like, you know, it's like a 40-year-old dude who's just like, you know, sitting and coding away at his laptop. But that that's not it, right? Like, even Joel told me the same thing. Like, the moment you, you go to SF, you see a whole different world. Like, people are shipping things in like two days, right? It's crazy. Dude, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. People, like, people built some crazy things here. Yeah, I think that's some of the qualities that make you also like a good founder. I think like one of the main reasons like I've done okay at leadership is like uh, like ever since I was young, like from the chocolate thing, I had to like figure out how to manage people. Uh, but be- between that and like music file, like I've done like probably like 20 different random like things where I've like led them. So, for example, like one of the first like, a real entrepreneurial thing after uh, the chocolate thing I did was like, this thing called Money Up, which was like this group that I created uh, where I would help people learn about learning, uh, about trading stocks and buying real oh, estate wow. and, and crypto and all of that. And it was like a little group and then got bigger and bigger. Like every, every like Saturday night, I would have like a, a little Discord call with like 80 people like that would just join in and people would pay to be in the server. So like I, I've always done like a bunch of random things that have caused me to like manage people. So what what is the one driving force? Like, for example, you said this whole thing where, you know, at a really young age, your first thing to do was like, look at your Forbes list and see what made them work. And people at that age don't do this kind of stuff. So what do you think was your one motivator like? Yeah, that, that's a great question. So I think the motivator for me, I live in SF. And I live in Silicon Valley. So the average salary here is like $350,000, like for like a median uh, not, not not like average, but like median household income is like three hundred fifty k. So like if you don't make that, uh, you kind of are like not gonna yeah. survive. It's pretty it's pretty like obvious. Like even if you make two hundred k and you're living alone, it's like very hard to survive here. Uh, if if I want to live alone, let's say, uh, I got to make like three hundred k here to actually live like a regular mm. like a regular life. I was like, that's a lot of money, you know? Like, how many years do I have to work at like McDonald's and like? Like, that's what people are t- thinking about, right? It's like, like, how many years of work or how many hours of work do I have to do? And like, like, I realized it was like a crazy amount. I was like, okay, like, I can't, I can't survive unless I do some crazy shit. I find really impressive is that, you know, a lot of people don't know this one motivator. Because once you have that clear in your head, it gets so easy to work towards your goal. So that is beautiful. Like, I love it. And um, like, since this whole thing, like, Blowing up has yeah. happened with AI for sure. What was, how did you first get into AI? Like, what was your first experience with AI? Yeah. And why music? That's like the funny question for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's two, two good questions. So, first question, like, why AI? Um, I kind of like realized the AI effect early on. Uh, just for context, like I used to work at BuildSpace, right? And uh, yeah. uh, Farza kind of gave me a task of like making a couple of like AI projects for people to do. So I, I wrote these things called BuildSpace Notes where mm-hmm. where people could just kind of just like follow these little guides and do some cool AI tech uh, projects, right? The first notes that we ever released, which kind of, it went really viral. Was, I, I did a little guide uh, and then I, I, yeah, I spent like a, a weekend on it and I was like, okay, this will be cool. I released it and it went pretty viral. Like a lot of people did it and a lot of people were like DMing me, like asking for help on some parts and stuff like that. And I was like, yo, this is cool. And I also really like the tech itself. Like the, the ability to just like take your face and then create like myself as a warrior or like as a Superman or like whatever. I thought it was really cool. Uh, so that's when I realized like AI is definitely going to be the, 
a pretty cool move and, and actually has some real utility, not just like not just like the art, but uh like for example for logos, design, for copywriting, all these different different tooling. So uh after that I was like, okay, let me just build a bunch of random projects. So after that I went on like a little sprint of just building a bunch of random things. I made like uh, I made this thing called background.lol, which got it got acquired actually. Uh, by uh, Leap, yeah. which is like a founders' age portfolio company, but it, it, it's it's like a tool. Literally, it was the dumbest thing. But uh, so <laughs> I I bought the domain background dot lol, and I, I'm known for buying dot lol domains because they're really cheap. They're like a dollar, and I made a simple site where people can just type in a prompt, and it will generate like a background image for your computer. Your, oh, your, yeah. your, and that went from like zero to like 20,000 users in like three weeks. I was like, yo, this is cool. Uh, and then like I monetized it and it was making money too. Uh, so that was like one random thing. I made this thing called advisors.lol, which was like kind of like this AI group chat that you could talk to like Mark Cuban, Farza, Naval, and a bunch of people and get advice. I made imagineai.me, which was kind of like a super easy way to just upload your images and then create stable diffusion images. But like, not actually having to do any code, just upload the images and you'll receive them back. I did that. Um, I just made a bunch. I made this thing called Rumi Writer, which was like generate poems in the style oh. of Rumi because he was like one of my favorite poets. I just I basically did a bunch of random projects just to get really good at building because like like I said, right? Like I didn't know how to code, so I needed to learn how to code, or at least I needed to learn how to know what I was doing whether that or like to kind of describe what needs to be done as well like logically so like understanding like like what gpt4 is like how does llm work um what is an api like i didn't know what an api was eight months ago right so like learning all these things like i had to learn by actually doing so i just did a lot of things so after that uh fast forward to like this music thing you, you're asking me why music to be honest i just thought it was so i saw on my feed this Drake AI thing, like uh, I think it was hard on my sleep. It was like a it blew up all over the internet. It was like a song where uh, Drake and The Weeknd were singing. How was this possible? Uh, I like looked it up, found like this Google collab, which is like a way to run Python code in your browser. Uh, and I realized like it was a really shitty process on how to do it. So uh, I did, like as soon as I got the idea, I went on Type Dream, which is like my go my my choice of website makers. I spent like five minutes, um, AI, AI music generator called. And then I literally, the logo that we still have today is the Apple logo, the Apple music logo, but just converted to white. Like I spent no time on designing anything. I kind of just pouched that and I was like, okay, what is the name? I was like, okay, music. Like I literally called it like Apple, like I was good. I called it music because like Apple music. And I was like, okay, I need to change it up. Music thought. Yeah, and I was like, music five, Spotify. And I was like, oh shit, cool. And so like the I'm really fast with these things because I, I know a lot of people waste a lot of time on like naming their product or like designing That's their first MVP. Like I got the name, the logo, the site launched in like probably an hour from the, the time that the idea entered my head. So it's like a matter of just moving really quickly. And then we launched it uh ten days later from the waitlist being live. And the day we launched it, uh, we went from zero to like 5,000 users. The second day was 10,000. Uh, the third day was 12,000. The fourth day was 14,000. And by two weeks later, we were averaging twenty-five to 30,000 signups a day. 
Uh, and then and then like couple couple a week, two weeks later, we get a letter from um, Universal Music, uh, Sony Music, and Warner Music, where they're like, "Hey, you guys can't really have like uh, Drake and Kanye and like all these big artists on your site because, in a sense, you're kind of manip. This is the most bullshit claim, but it was like <laughs> you're manipulating people because you're using their art, the artist's likeness. So we removed all the models and that same day. We launched the ability for people to just train their own custom models. So our users at this time, our user startups per day are like thirty thousand. We'd kind of delete all these models, uh, and it goes from thirty thousand to like fifteen thousand, and then it kind of goes down to like now. By the way, today till this day, averages about like ten to to eight thousand a day new signups. But those ten to eight thousand a day, uh, those signups are actually much more higher value than the original like twenty five thousand signups a day because. Those people were kind of like one-time users that were here to like fuck around pretty much. But after we, we removed all those Drake and Kanye models, we kind of focused on this idea of like helping artists and creators create music quicker and, and uh, better. Because like one of the biggest problems in creating music is like as a singer, you'll be in the studio on a Tuesday, you'll sing and then you'll leave. And then the producer has to take your vocals from that studio session and mm-hmm. stitch, stitch together a song. But let's say some of the vocals are corrupt or Let's say you could have sang the the lyrics better, or let's say you you could have like had different lyrics, whatever it was, right? Now the producer usually has to wait for the artist to come back, but imagine he didn't have to. Like imagine the artist, the producer had the same voice as the artist, right? So he can just sing and just convert it to the artist's voice and finish up the song. People thought that was cool, and like we kind of just focused on these ideas of like building tools, and um, yeah, it started to pick up a lot of traction um, from like the right user base. So like. Our signups wasn't high, but the value that we were deriving from the signups that we were getting was pretty awesome. So now we're like, uh, yeah, we're, we're on track to make uh, almost over a million dollars this year, which is really cool. And then we're at like 750,000 users. And it's just me and a friend uh, just working on this, which pretty, which is pretty awesome as well. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of like the, the little story. The, the thing is, I don't know anything about music. Uh, like I didn't decide it. I kind of just like was like, this would be a cool thing to build. Uh, but yeah. Other than that, we're working with like Post Malone. We're working with uh, we're working with some really cool people. That is yeah. crazy. Like he's just it's been going exciting. to around like casual talk. Yeah. Like yeah, I was chilling with Fuzi and I was chilling with Post Malone. <laughs> like <laughs> that is really cool. Larry. your life is on a whole different <laughs> level right now. Yeah, which is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I do think it's insane how yeah. you didn't know how to code and then like. You're in this place right not now. Like How do you go code? from like not knowing like, that at all like to like building tech. this really cool tech? <laughs> yeah, not <laughs> liking something. <laughs> yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, that was like a tough, tough. Like my parents never thought I'd actually get into coding. Like they, they, they pretty, pretty much had given up. And like I think it's like, like I said, like anytime I like something or I see I, I want to do something, I'm really, really obsessive about it, right? But the thing that I'm not uh, is like I can get I can figure my figure my way around things. Like if I want to build something out, I know that I probably won't be able to build it out from start to finish. But I know the people that can help me, and I know how to get them to help me. And I know how to like get it done, pretty much. And and that's like the skill that I always had, just because like I'm really obsessive. Like earlier today, I was actually listening to like a a talk about Steve Jobs and like, like during like his early years when Steve Jobs was really young, um, there was like a class assignment and he had to like, 
I basically write a letter to like a cool company and see if he can get an internship. And like our like his company that I wanted to go for was Atari, right? Oh, no, you know, yeah, but this is before that. So this is oh, before, okay. before Atari. Yeah, the, the Atari yeah. story is crazy. This dude <laughs> literally walked into the Atari office in flip flops and he was like, "Give me a job." But like, but even before this, like, this dude like literally like most people don't have this um this level of like not giving a fuck. Most people would be like, oh, they would apply for the job or, you know, they would, like, find the person that's, like, the recruiting manager. The dude literally went in a phone book and found, like, the, the phone number of the CEO. And he was like, hey, look, this is who I am. So what I'm trying to do, let me know. Let's, let's, let's get rolling. I'm like, I'm, like, very similar in that way. It's like, I truly don't really give a fuck about what you do or who you are. But, like, as long as, I, like, if I have a goal, I'm going to get it done no matter what. Whatever way, like I'll I'll talk to the CEO. I'll talk to like the most random people, but something will happen if I if I have like an idea that I want to get done. Uh, but yeah, I think that's like my biggest my biggest skill, the, the art of not giving a fuck. That I'm I felt, getting yeah, started. I feel like sure. a lot yeah. of founders have the like that very same mindset. Like even Bill Gates, yeah. all of these and people. Like I think I'm not even, the same way, right? I'm not even going to yeah. lie to you, right? Yeah, a lot of people like it's just I can feel the energy bubbling inside me. You know, it's like. I need to build something. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I just, like, on your I'm, platform, I'm is glad. there some, like, <laughs> have you heard some really amazing, like, what is, like, your favorite music that you've probably heard produced till now or something from your platform? Just out of curiosity. Is there something, like, you've really loved that's come out of Musicfire? Uh, do you guys know who Don Tolliver is? Yeah. Don. Okay, cool. So, uh, I was hanging out with this guy named Louis Bell. Louis Bell is like the, he's regarded as like one of the, he's he, he's the only eight-time platinum producer in the world. He like played me a song. He was like, this is a, I want to play you something. And he played me a, a song. And it was a song of him rapping and singing. Uh, and then he converted it to Don Tolliver's voice. And then it sounded like Don Tolliver. And, he, and I was like, oh shit, like, is this a Don Tolliver song? And he was like, no, this is me. And I converted it to Don Tolliver from your site. And then he actually demoed it to Don Tolliver, and Don Tolliver liked the song, and now they're actually making. So, like that whole thing was just so cool to me, like that someone made a song, and like demoed it to Don Tolliver in his voice, and that Don Tolliver thought it was so cool that he's gonna go make that song. So yeah, that was probably the coolest song that I've heard from from Music Flag. But yeah. Oh my god, that is insane! Like I feel like all of the things that you're saying are like I can't even imagine it, right? Like even like getting like a claim from umg is such a good problem to have in my opinion <laughs> it's a cool you know <laughs> yeah no it's super impressive and extremely inspiring like i said and uh yeah like honestly with all of this like obviously at your sort of age building is already a complete new experience but like uh i don't know like all this legal stuff happening too like having to face that kind of sort of whole new landscape how is that like because i mean for us it's just imagining like yeah so yeah how was it yeah 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 so like uh legal legal is a huge mm-hmm. thing uh so th- there's two points knowledgeable people will say that don't fuck with them and then the crazy fuckers will be like oh yeah fuck the labels like <laughs> keep doing your shit i'm like okay but it's <laughs> It's like there's two extremes. There's no one in the middle who's kind of like, oh, I don't really know. To do. So it's like there's two extremes. So I've kind of like um, 
stayed in the middle very much. It's like, hey, look, we'll like abide by your rules. Um, like very much. Like, I don't want to fuck with you guys. Uh, we actually want to work with you guys. And then the other thing is like, our users are the label's artists, producers, which is crazy to think. But like, for example, Louis Bell. Louis Bell is the biggest producer in mm. Universal Music. And he's one of our users. So it's like, like our game plan has kind of been like, okay, kind of ignore the na- the labels to, na- to an extent. Like, make sure we keep them happy and so they don't want to like cut our throats. But like, in the meantime, how can we just get all the big producers and artists that are underneath these labels start, start using our tech? Because the labels are nothing without their artists and producers. So like, how can we take that? Also, we're pretty far ahead of anyone in space right now, which is exciting as well. Yeah. That, that has helped. That makes sense. Well, a lot. this has been a whole conversation of just, actually, me and Susie just hopped on board with all of this curiosity inside because we're just like, this whole thing being run by a 19-year-old, like, it's just something we need to talk about. And it has been exactly that. This whole conversation has just been mind-blowing. So, so yeah, thank you so much for, like, coming and talking. I'm glad. Your yeah. YouTube, YouTube channel is coming nice. soon. Cannot wait. It's nice. Yes. I love that. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, thank you so much for taking out the time for like, you know, coming to talk to us. And I know it's like Probably, 12 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. there, I think. Yeah, 12 30, yeah. Oh my thank God. You. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate it's all good. it so much. And we learned sure, so much from today. Appreciate you guys uh, inviting me on, by the way. I think it was cool. We enjoyed, enjoyed it. it. Yeah, it we had fun. so much fun. <laughs> Thank you. All right, bye. No problem. All right, I'll bye. catch you guys bye. around. Bye.